2: App Store or the Google Play Store today. Domain Masters. Please welcome your host.
3: The following is an encore segment of
4: Domain Masters.
3: And I'm Chris Leggett, your host for this episode, sitting in for one of the true Domain Masters, Monty Khan. Just to give you a little background on me, I came up through the ranks of the traditional advertising marketing world, focusing on television and radio marketing, and I've owned my own successful marketing firm before Monty Khan asked me to come on board with Moniker two years ago. I'm grateful for the opportunity to sit in for my boss and friend, Monty, and excited for the show, uh, Excited about the show we have for you this episode. Our, uh, our show tonight is, is focusing on a terrific subject, selling domains with assets. Now, some of you might already know a bit about selling domains with assets, but to c- help clarify, we've brought in a few guests with specific expertise in this area, the first of which is Don Lyons. Welcome to Domain Masters, Don.
5: Hey, Chris. Thank you very much. Now, I do want to thank uh, both Monty and Victor for the opportunity of participating on the show this evening.
3: That's great. We, we're we glad to have you here. Um, now, Don, not everybody might know you as well as I do. You uh, you work in the same office as I do, but not everybody might know, know you as well as I do. So can you give a little bit of background about yourself?
5: Uh, certainly, Chris. Well, uh, after doing uh, equities and portfolio management with Merrill Lynch, uh, I became a senior account executive over at IBM and then at Vario. Uh, After that, I did transfer over here and am now a senior account executive here at Moniker doing domain asset management, and it's uh, a nice place to maintain, to say the least.
3: Yes, that's for sure. Okay, Don, so the, so the burning question tonight, the question on, on at least on my mind, I don't know about everybody else's, but definitely on mine is what are domains with
5: assets? Uh, they're the uh, enthusiastic, uh, really cutting edge of where things are going as far as cash flow these days. Uh, it, domains with assets are, asset indicates domains with specific assets. got to start out with a great domain. Normally you have addition to that, memberships, some unique properties and also cash flow. Uh, the members consist of subscribers, purchasers, uh, members from bloggers or different forms. The uniqueness okay. can be of like intellectual property, such as patents or copyrights and also consists of technology. Uh, the cash flow is also important but not a must-have.
3: Okay. That's well. That's that's good stuff. It's good to hear that that the the forums are also included in that. So a domain name with forum also would be considered to be a domain name with an asset involved.
5: That is correct.
3: Okay. Well, Don, what do you see as these at the as the common traits in the sellers of these types of uh, these types of properties, these types of uh, domain assets?
5: Uh, well, Chris, it's a good question. Uh, a lot of the sellers, and it's not strictly across the board, but a lot of the sellers do have multiple properties and actually want to get rid of one or two in order to focus on another one and kind of cash in on what they've done thus far. Um, you know, they just, some other just want to continue with their careers or just plain retire. So there's no specific profile for a seller, and uh, it makes it kind of interesting. You never know who's going to walk in the door, kind yeah. of thing.
3: I, I can understand that. Now, um, for for most of the buyers, are they? Do you find that a lot of them are doing it for the for the retirement funds, or do you find that they're mostly doing it just to to expand other projects?
5: Well, uh, the buyers can be more identified as those who are successful. Uh, they normally have cash in their pocket and technology or expertise that is uh, reflected in them being successful and wanting to expand even more. And uh, normally it's with expanding in their own industry by capturing more share of their market um, or to get specific competitors and oftentimes they'll want to get specific patents or technologies that they can apply to their current situation.
3: Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so can you give us some examples of, of these domains with assets? I mean, what, what, generally, uh, what generally constitutes a domain with assets? What are some common traits for it, you know, just well, let loose, maybe, let about uh, I can
5: give you an example of um, one that we've been involved with in the past. Uh, it's called Families.com where the uh, seller actually didn't want to sell the business, and one of the criteria is that um, he didn't want to sign a non-compete because uh, he had another business, not directly but indirectly related, and uh, as a result, he found this is a good venue in order to uh, offer his business. Gotcha. Uh, the buyer was looking for opportunities to expand his SEO skills.
3: Gotcha. So, so for... Um so for the what what are what are some of the names do you have a do you have a list of names or a couple names that you can give us on these assets?
5: Uh, yes. Uh, well, for example, we went back to the criteria of memberships and being unique as well as cash flow. Uh, specifically, uh, with families, uh, did have the membership of over two hundred thousand members. Wow. Uh, a form membership of twenty three thousand, and it actually had sixty bloggers, many who were employed that created over 37 blog topics, that 1,500 blogging entries per month, which was uh, quite a big population. That uh, is. It did have the uniqueness of a coupon database, um, reviews, and family-related yep. products, 1,300 different categories, and also carried a number one ranking by Google. And keep in mind, families.com, the domain name itself, is pretty valuable.
3: Yeah, that's absolutely um, that, true.
5: Yep. The cash flow on that, incidentally, Chris, was only about $12,000 a month. Uh, yet it did sell at our Traffic West conference in March for $650,000. Wow.
3: That, that, that pretty much kicks ass. That's, that's, an, excellent, uh, that's an excellent sale there. Uh, you have to have a happy client there.
5: Well, uh, yes, and uh, also the seller was very happy in that uh, he was able to continue his education and is now back in graduate school.
3: Nice. Yeah. Nice. A double success story. How nice. <laughs> um, now, with these, with these, you were talking about the aspects of the memberships, You know, the unique traits like the, the patents and the, the trademarks, the specific content and the cash flow. Um, you know, it, that, that really sounds like a business to me, and I, I don't want to make the mistake of thinking that it's just a business. Is, is a buyer of a domain with assets buying a business? I mean, uh, is, it, is it an yeah. actual business entity?
5: Well, that's a great question, Chris, and no, um, they aren't buying the business, per se, because that's often a corporate entity, and the corporate entities all have histories, and it isn't exactly what the buyers are looking for. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, they can buy the assets and even have further opportunities of continued depreciation or new depreciation and not have to worry about any uh, potential skeletons in the closet, so to speak. Gotcha. So uh, it works out even better and much smoother for the transition uh, from one party to another.
3: That's excellent, and it also provides a nice revenue source. Oh yeah. Um, now, Don, we've, we're, we're the primary focus of this is to find out uh, about selling these domains with assets. Can you can you tell us a little bit about what the sales process is for one of these unique domain properties? It can't be a simple process. I mean, just well, lay it out for us. Let us know what it's what's going on with it.
5: We, we try and keep it simple because it's, it's pretty forthcoming. Uh, we have the first aspect which is uh, packaging the product with the seller and making sure that there's full disclosure. Uh, The second part is the marketing and actually the sales, either in an auction or privately, of the domain with the assets. And the third, and actually the most critical part, is the smooth transfer of the domain as well as the assets. Uh, Once that's done, you have a a happy transaction with both parties smiling.
3: Gotcha. Now, you, you said the gathering of information and assets, um, you're, you're talking about the assets as well. Is there some, is it just an asset declaration that you're making in, you know, in the midst of a meeting, or is, it, uh, is there something a little bit more
5: formal with this? Uh, no, it's pretty much a, a formalized document of which the seller is able to provide a description of the memberships, the tangible, intangible assets, the cash flow, as well as ownership, uh, you know personal records uh, that are needed to obtain the assets uh, the revenue fict- factors, and uh, what it 's going to be needed to transfer these assets so there 's full disclosure and uh, there 's also a section in there that 's important to know this, and with a blank where the seller leaves uh, fills in what it 's important for the bidder to know about. So that the bidder feels like he does have all the information in order to feel comfortable to bid on the product.
3: Gotcha. So, this isn't, this isn't uh, we're not talking about a guarantee of, of income or a guarantee of future income on this, then?
5: No, we are not. We are talking about uh, the seller being able to provide all the information as the product itself is sold as is, where is.
3: Gotcha. Now, now you talked about the marketing and the selling of this of the domain with assets Don. What yes. type of marketing do you, uh, do you generally uh, do you generally do and what, what kind of uh, what kind of people do you look to sell to? How do you guys go about that?
5: Well, essentially, we leave no stern, stone unturned. Um, we use the seller 's input they're normally an industry expert in their particular niche. Uh, try and use uh, their database of possibilities, plus we have our own database in conjunction to using third-party sources such as Uber's. Um Between third all resource. of that, uh, we pretty much cover it all in order to make any and all fr- uh, prospects aware of the opportunity and the opportunity to answer their questions in a timely manner so that they can participate either in a bid process at an auction or Give an offer outright prior to an auction.
3: That it sounds like you've got a a wide range of resources at your disposal for uh, for doing the marketing and selling of this. It sounds it sounds really good. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the the escrow and transfer of, of a domain with assets versus a standard domain. Well, how does how does this transfer process differ from uh, from you know the standard domain transfer process, which, which you and I are both familiar with?
5: Sure. Well, of course, we do have the standard escrowing of the domain, and that's always safe and secure. So besides that, as part of the escrow process, we also have a description of the assets, which are included in the bill of sale. Yet one must acknowledge that there are also timely events that need to be addressed quite quickly. Uh, Specifically, this would involve uh, people who are under contract, say bloggers and need to get their employment agreement over to the new owner right away so that the transition can be smooth. And uh, oftentimes we'll have them use a, uh, their own or a third-party attorney in order to execute this. And uh, this is something where your next guest uh, is quite proficient in doing, and I'm sure he can uh, add quite a bit to this.
3: Absolutely, Don. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate the lead-in with Steve. And, and uh, just as just as a final clearing, uh, what advice would you give to potential sellers and buyers of domains with assets? If you can keep it brief, that'd be great. but you know just just make some points on uh, on what advice you would give for the sellers and buyers of domains with assets?
5: Well, uh, for the sellers, I'd suggest that they emphasize the growth of their memberships, clearly identifying the unique items that uh, they do have to be transferred. Uh, and also, uh, you know, develop their business to sell. Keep that in mind. Uh, as far as the buyer, yeah. I suggest that they be willing to move aggressively as this is an area that is expanding rapidly and going sounds to get like it. just more and more crowded.
3: Yeah, it's, It sounds like it. Well, Don, I want to appreciate your time, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us here on Domain Masters.
2: Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned.
0: Let our in-house printing and CD, DVD...
6: The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 18th Annual International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. The call for entries has begun, and the deadline to enter is May 30th, 2014. Go to www.webaward.org and the Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 18th Annual International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. The call for entries has begun, and the deadline to enter is May 30th, 2014. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today.
0: Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com.
2: You
3: are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. On demand anytime. Inside the internet marketing channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
3: The following is an encore segment of Domain Masters.
4: This is uh, Victor Pitts, and I'm hosting Domain Masters tonight. Uh, Again, this isn't a a retro show. Uh, We have some new content, but we actually went back into the past and are bringing someone back on that uh, did a, uh, a good interview with us back in, April, May of uh, 2007, um, and, and we're having us, uh, having on the show tonight Melissa Caponelli, who's the editor-in-chief of uh, uh, EM Plus C. Um, EM Plus C is a marketing and commerce uh, site, uh, a publication, actually. It's a, she'll tell us more about it. It was launched in uh, September of 2007, offering an extensive coverage of every facet of e-marketing and e-commerce. Uh, EM plus C is written for purchase-empowered C-level decision-makers. Specific editorial coverage areas include search engine marketing and optimization, email marketing, database marketing, analytics, mobile marketing, video marketing, affiliate marketing, social networking, behavioral targeting, and uh, and web optimization and analytics. So it's got a lot of stuff that uh, they go into. Uh, readers span all industries in publishing, manufacturing, retail, financial services, healthcare, etc. It is a a weekly, they have a weekly strategic uh, e-letter also uh, called EM plus C weekly. And uh, and, uh, you'll also get their website here in a few minutes. So without further ado, I'd like to uh, introduce uh, Melissa Campanelli for a return to uh, Domain Masters. Welcome, Melissa.
1: Wow, hi. Thanks a lot. Thanks for all that background. That was great.
4: (laughs) Uh, Well, I I appreciate you being on the show. So now the last time we spoke, I think, uh, I was uh, in between two shows on Queen's Day in in Amsterdam, and yeah. <laughs> uh, we we managed to get uh, uh get you on uh, on the phone while uh, I was in Europe and and you were back here and and made the interview happen. And at that time, you had uh, you had a book that was out called Start Your Own E Business, and now here it is yeah. again, another book. So so tell us a little bit about this book.
1: Yeah, well, I've done um, a bunch of books for Entrepreneur Press, and the one that's coming out actually in April is called. Fifty-five surefire internet businesses you can start for under five thousand dollars. And entrepreneur thought it might be good to talk a little bit about what was going on in the economy and try to talk about how you can make some some pretty uh, you can do some pretty good businesses uh, for a little lo- for for a little bit amount of money. So that was the idea about it. But um, not only do we talk about specific businesses, but we talked a lot about you know just the basics of setting up a website. And uh, you know because a lot of the readers that are going to be reading this are not necessarily up to speed on all of. The, what's going on out there? So we did do a, a lot of uh, just basics at the, at the beginning of the book, and a lot of it too was about domain names. So, um, and, and it's funny that you should say this is not a retro show because um, I think you know in some ways the domain the issues with domain names in small businesses are are pretty much the same as as they've been for a while, uh, which is to make sure that you choose the right name for your business and and also the importance of of domain names to your business because they're such a major part of your branding.
4: No doubt about it. And and one of the things, and just for for our listeners um, that that tune into this show, uh, one of the things that we, we find is commonly talked about uh, in the in the various trade shows and, and forums and, and news services that cover the industry, uh, is, is talking about building out the, some of the domain names, building them out with web sizes, monetizing them with solutions other than pay per click advertisements that you know we see pretty commonly, where you type in a domain name and it comes up with a advertisement looking website with a bunch of links on it. Um, mm-hmm. That's all good and, and dandy and, and great for helping people to navigate to the kind of content they want. But in terms of uh, monetizing, um, it, it, it's people say that we need, or, or the industry tells them, the domainers, the domain investors, that they need to build out the websites. And, and I see that in your book, mm-hmm. um, there's all kinds of ideals, of ways of, of making money um, inexpensively, you know, inexpensive uh, startup. Uh, for websites, so can you tell us some some examples? You know, from, from pulled from the book on on ways that someone can uh, start up a, a surefire business.
1: Um, well, sure. I mean, one of the key things is that the software that's available now is so inexpensive. Um, you know, you could do a lot of this uh, you can do a lot of these types of websites almost with freeware um although i wouldn't recommend that but still the software has gone down the services have gone down so much that you can get a pretty decent looking website for for a low amount of money um, i recommend in the book a lot using yahoo stores um they have a really good program i think and they are you can get a pretty good um website up paying something like nine ninety nine a month or something like that. And these are real real websites. They're not just template-based websites. Right. Um, another, you know, before you even get to that level, though, a key is to obviously choose your domain name. So did, did you want to talk about some of that? Or?
4: Yeah, well, a- absolutely. So, you know, everybody has a, a different uh, feeling as far as uh, – a domain name and how it's used. And from the standpoint of someone that's building a online identity and, and starting up a new business online, how important do you feel that the domain name is to to that process?
1: Oh, I think it's utmost important. As a matter of fact, uh, the way I organized this book um, was sort of starting from the beginning of, you know, getting the idea and then kind of um, putting it together and then actually launching the business. And I, I always put putting choosing a domain name at the very beginning of the process because that's going to be, you know, sort of the name that everyone's going to think about when they're thinking about your company. And you can't even really start a web company unless you have a a, a name that you can use on on um, you know a domain name that hasn't been used by somebody else. So before you even you know think about your company, it might even be a good idea to start looking to see if the domain name is available. Um, there's some do's and don'ts in the book that I, I felt were really helpful. Um, do you want me to go through some of those? Yeah, or? Absolutely. Yes. Um, I feel that um, when you're choosing a domain name, short names are best. Um, They reduce the chances of misspellings. Um, You should also avoid plurals or hyphens or any abbreviations unless they're part of your brand name. Um, The domain name should be easy to communicate verbally. It should be able to roll off your tongue when you meet people on the street. It should definitely include your brand, your brand name, and or keywords. And keywords is actually a very important point, which I was going to talk about a little little bit later. Um, It's best to use a a .com domain, um, although there are a lot of other new top-level domains out there. um, It's still, um, it's still. I feel the best is to use the .com if you can get it. But obviously you have to make sure to get uh, one that hasn't been used. Um, Names high in the the alphabet help if directories or other services list domains in alphabetical order. And um, you also obviously want to make sure to choose uh, someone else's registered. You want to make sure not to choose someone else's registered trade name or trademark. Um, and I guess when you find your best choice for a domain, register it immediately because it might get it might get swept up by somebody.
4: Right, and and what you were saying about the the keyword is is extremely important. We see that uh, a lot. Uh, in fact, I had a a customer uh, today that was showing me on a .dot travel name, which is one of the. the reasonably mm. new extensions, yes. uh, it was very restrictive in the past, but it's uh, less so restrictive now and almost anybody that just travels. And, and if you yeah. actually do travel, then you're qualified to, to register one of these names. And when you search in the search engine and the keyword uh, that people are searching on is, is contained within the domain name itself, it's amazing how mm-hmm. high you jump in terms of search engine placement. Oh, yeah. I mean, when setting up a website or
1: establishing a web presence um, for, for a business, it's very – keywords in the domain name are critical, I think, to, the, to long-term success. I mean, keywords used in the, in the business domain should re- relate to the industry product or service that's being offered, should reflect what users are searching for. Um, and you, it all takes a little bit of research to, right. to find out what the keyword should be. Um, like key, Google's AdWords keyword tool, for example, um, allows small businesses to identify the most pertinent keywords for a particular um, type of consumer so yeah, that's key.
4: okay so now once someone has uh, picked out the domain name, um, what typically is is the next step that they need to uh, pursue for starting up a, a online business?
1: Um, well um, I, you know after they they choose the domain name um, they should um, they should also uh, be, be sure that they are, can protect themselves from cyber squatting, which is um, a big issue right now. And it's actually a growing issue. So, in order to do that, you should make sure to register your domain name with an ICANN org-accredited domain register. Um, I don't know if your readers know what that. Your listeners know what that is. Yeah, I, maybe, I think um, they
4: think they do. Yeah, we just actually had a uh, ICANN show uh, two oh, weeks okay. ago, so we, we did talk about that. But you're right; it needs to be from a uh, ICANN-accredited registrar going through resellers. Um, you're, you're still working with an ICANN-accredited registrar somewhere downstream, but the further you remove from it, the, the more chance that there is of complications
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, some people forget to do that, I think. Um, also, if using a web hosting company, like I mentioned Yahoo stores before, you want to make sure that they register the domain in your name. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you have paid for it, so it should be in your name, and make it a part of the contract. In other words, it shouldn't be part of the hosting company. Um, some other tips around that are, are avoiding free domain for life hosting companies. Um, just it's kind of shady there, and um, you want to trademark your name. So those are some key issues um, after you finally, you know, after you you decide on your domain name.
4: So once they have uh, once they have chosen the, the domain name, um, in in terms of uh, getting into the the search engines, and again. It, it's our listeners are, are varied. Um, the from the standpoint of many of them that, that use the names on the pay per click services, all that you need to have is a domain name. You don't need to know anything technical. You don't mm. need to be a programmer. You don't need to know anything about hosting. You just you just uh, point your DNS to your pay per click company and and get paid the revenue. So. Just to, without going too deep into it, sure. the, the basics of what it takes for anyone to build a web business, and, and are you able to do it, are you able to build these websites without being too technical?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, as I said, you know, not only is the software inexpensive, but it's also, you know, very easy to, to use and very easy to follow, and, um, and you know, even once you set up the actual website and you have the domain name, it's also very easy to, to get your 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 website out there onto the search engines. Um, you know, you could register your site with some with the major search engines, um, and that's a very easy process. That's sort of the first step. Um, and then once you get into it, you can start being a little bit more creative and, and digging into the data and figuring out how to rank at the top of the, uh, the search engines. But from a basic standpoint, it is really simple.
4: Right. Now, now, what inspired you to uh, write this book, uh, and how does it differ from the first one that you had wrote?
1: Well, um, I have to be honest with you. I, um, <laughs> uh, you know, Entrepreneur came to me with the idea, but I, I jumped on it because um, I felt like it really allowed me to delve into the actual types of businesses that you can start, um, the other books I wrote were very basic. Um, you know, I didn't really go into any detail about any particular kind of business, but this one allowed me to research, a, like, so many different interesting kinds of businesses, like, you know, baby products and auction sites, which is a hot area right now, and um, creating an ad network, which is also a hot area. Um, you know, everything from that to a fantasy sports site, um, so it was just a lot of fun to to learn about these businesses, businesses, and most importantly, to talk to a lot of the business owners and get get an idea of, um, you know, how how they came up with the ideas. And
4: if someone wanted to look at the uh, table of contents of, of the website, i, I of the uh, book to see what actually is included in it, it it's uh, uh, nicely laid out. Looks like it's uh, easy easy to read, easy to navigate through the the site. Um, isn't it true that it's on uh, Amazon.com? They can actually purchase the book and and actually preview the table of contents right there off of Amazon.
1: Oh yeah, sure. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. It's also on Entrepreneur Press's website. Um, I believe it's not going to be sold until the third of, uh, I'm sorry, the first week of April. But um, but you can definitely check it out. I, you know, I would encourage everybody to check it out.
4: <laughs> so if they were to go to Amazon right now to get some information on it, do they put in the uh, your your name as the author, or do they search on it by? Um, the name Yeah, of the
1: book either that. way, they can search by my last name, which is um, C-A-N-P-A-N-E-L-L-I, or, I mean, I've done, done searches, just 55 Surefire, because that, um, there's not too many books out there with that title. Um, so it's pretty easy to find.
4: Okay. Well, folks, you're listening uh, to uh, Domain Masters. Uh, my name is Victor Pitts. I'm the host. Uh, we have as, as our guest tonight, we have Melissa, Melissa Caponelli, who's Editor-in-Chief of uh, EM Plus C., And we're talking about her uh, latest book, which is 55 Surefire, uh, Internet Businesses That You Can Start. Uh, This is uh, on paperback. It's uh, soon to be available at uh, Amazon and and Books and Noble. And uh, we're delighted to have her on as a guest. So, folks, thanks for listening in. Again, my name is Victor Pitts from Domain Masters. And uh, thanks for listening in to our show tonight. Have a good night.